Welcome to When the Bell Tolls the Big Guys. Today is our annual Throwback Thursday episode of the podcast. We take a trip to ECW, 1997, barely legal pay-per-view. We cover the first of two main event matches they had that night. Taz vs. Sabu. Human suplex machine vs. human highlight reel. So stay tuned as you hear us break down this very interesting match. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that has contributed to our podcast. Today has been the 50th episode that we have recorded on this podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone that has contributed and supported us along the way. Had you told me on February 3rd when I started this podcast that I would be almost at 1,100 plays, I would be in 13 states and Washington, D.C., and four countries, I would have never imagined I started this podcast to help battle some personal demons I was having in my life and just to get to have a way to escape reality for a little bit. But I would have never imagined I would have this kind of following and support for a podcast. It's just some guys talking about wrestling. So I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that has supported us throughout this endeavor as we approach our four months on the air. And just continue to please support us. We're trying to make it the best wrestling podcast and we're just we're just some guys talking about wrestling so thank you all again for your support and here's to at least another 50 more episodes back to another episode of throwback thursday on when the bell tolls the big cuz today we take a trip to unknown territory we've never really covered this one before on the podcast we're going to venture into ecw land philadelphia pennsylvania arguably the hottest wrestling crowd outside of Madison Square Garden in the history of the business. So we're going to go to Barely Legal, 1997, Taz versus Sabu. I'm joined today by my youngest brother, Little Cuss. Say hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. And Mr. Straight Edge, Steven. Plano. <laughs> so, just to overall feel, what did you all think of this match? It, it, was, in, it, it was interesting. Like, it, it really it, didn't click for me. Yeah. That's what, and this was part of their double main event or their first ever pay per view. I was part of me wanted, I thought about picking the other match that was the main event, but I decided to go with this one instead because I felt like to me it garnered more than Terry Funk, Stevie Richards, and uh, who was the other guy? Maybe it was Dream. No, uh, Sandman? Sandman. Sandman. So this match was better than that because Terry Funk wins the other match. And then beats Raven for the title. Spoiler yeah. alert. In case for you all a, haven't watched the 23-year-old match. Yeah, the, the pay-per-view that's as old as me. It's actually... Well, it is. Yeah, no, you're, actually, you're, I'm, I'm older than the pay-per-view, thank you. Yeah, by five months, because this happened in April of 97. Woot. So, Taz cuts a killer promo. And one of the best I've ever heard him give before the match talking about how he's choked out every superstar who's been put in front of him by Bill Alfonso. Which, this was the whole point of the feud. That Sabu and Taz had not seen each other and been in the same ring for a year. And Taz was taking out every superstar hoping to get Sabu to retaliate. And he never did. Which, if you had to guess who was the heel and who was the face in this, who would you guess? There's no telling. <laughs> but 
if I had if I had a guess, it would probably be Taz. Sabu was the babyface, and Taz was the heel. Sabu is not a babyface. No, I mean he's homicidal. Was it suicidal and genocidal? You can't have a baby face with those. That is your tagline. No. Can I just say something about that promo, though? Yeah. <laughs> At the end of it, where Taz goes, if I were you, I wouldn't be. I just stopped and I was like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's Taz. It's ECW. It didn't make sense. But and then I mean, there's like, there's something later on that Alfonso says that I'll bring up at that point that just made me laugh too. <laughs> yeah, I want to shove that whistle so far down Bill Alfonso's throat that he squeaks whistles when he talks. I didn't realize how annoying he was because we didn't get ECW here in the South until WWE bought it. That was him with that whistle? I was wondering yes. where that came from. That was Bill Alfonso with his whistle. Uh. I thought that was Melina. No. So Taz comes out with Team Taz, which I thought you're the human suplex machine. You don't need a team. But the crowd was huge for Taz. Because at this point, he's probably the biggest star outside of Raven in the company. He gets in the ring, and Sabu doesn't even get an entrance music. Doesn't give a crap. Just runs in. And that's when the crowd first sees Sabu, and we get the the chant by the ECW crowd. Which, for a pay-per-view, was about 1,200 people. Yeah. As Jerry Lawler puts it in a bingo hall in Philly. So it starts off with a stare down between the two superstars and some slaps. And then Taz went for the Taz mission because I cannot say it like Joey Styles says it. What was it? I wrote it down. The Kacha Hacha May? I t- oh, the Kacha Hacha May or whatever? Yeah. The Yeah, I swear. There we go. I swear Joey Styles makes up 95% of these words. The Katahanjime. See, there you go. You're just roll with it. The thing I that bugs it... me the thing that bugs me the most about this whole match wasn't the match itself. It was the amount of suplexes that were called Tazplexes. Yes. <laughs> now, I, didn't even, to... I didn't even catch that. Yeah, like I wrote I have some notes on this match and oh my gosh, everything was a Tazplex. So the Northern we... Lights Tazplex, the like Taz goes to the Taz mission early. Sabu blocks it, and Joey Styles is beyond himself. No one's ever got out of the Taz mission. No one's ever blocked it in the history of Taz. No one's ever stopped it. I'm like, calm down. You're 30 seconds into the match. And then we get Taz cross-facing, which essentially he's busting Sabu's nose, which is clearly broken, by the way. Oh, yeah. And then we get Sabu throw Taz over the barricade, and we get, I'm going to call it Air Sabu. When he jumps off the chair, jumps off the top rope, and then just jumps into the crowd. He doesn't land on Taz. No. At all. It doesn't at all. <laughs> so and then we get the great camera work that is ECW, where thirty like like three minutes of the match are lost because we can't see into the crowd. <laughs> and, and the best part of him being in the crowd is I heard someone go, hit him with the sign, and I was like, What the hell sign are you talking about? Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> The dude goes, here, use my side. What is that going to do? <laughs> Hit him with paper. This was the peak ECW, guys. So they were bringing stuff out. They would use whatever. So, I mean, we then get Sabu sets Taz up on the barricade. Goes once again for Air Sabu. Misses. 
rib first on the steel barricade, as they called it. Taz once again gains control. Sabu then hits him with the Insiguri. And then he starts his weird no-care-against-the-world flips and stuff off the top rope. Sabu gets a chair. And this is... I, I wish this was in video games. He... And for the modern millennial people, he yeets the chair into Taz's face. And when you see him do that, it's it's pretty obvious that he messes that up. Yeah, I mean, I was like, oh, cool, he's going to hit Air Sabu. Nope, he just launches it like a baseball. And he throws it, he hits like part of the turnbuckle, it does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he gets, he throws Taz out of the ring. He goes again for Air Sabu, misses. Taz throws him into the crowd. Hit <laughs> one of these many Taz plexes, as Joe's called them. There's so, and, and that there's was so like many the Taz plexes. Scared me. Yeah, and then we get the conveniently placed table between the barricade and ring, set up by Team Taz. Yeah. And we get the ugliest looking DDT, which I think is a botch, where Sabu goes through the table head first. I, oh no, no, it was it wasn't a botch. Taz I, held onto the ropes. Taz held onto the ropes and threw him through the table. I was concerned for Sabu at this <laughs> point. I understand ECW is crazy, but I was like, Sabu is legitly hurt. <laughs> you say this about a show that sent people through boards of barbed wire. True. So well, I think the only person that ever went through one was Terry Funk. Uh, well, Sabu and Terry Funk, we'll cover that match at some point. That's crazy. So, oh, yeah. I had a question about Sabu here. Yeah. Was was he legitimately always hurt? Because every time I've seen him, he's taped up somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he had... I didn't know if that was like a gimmick thing. Oh, no. This man had no cares for his body at all. Like I said, we'll cover one of the throwback Thursday when him and Terry Funk had a match in ECW where all the ropes were barbed wire. And they, at one point, Sabu cuts his bicep off of the bone, and he grabs some electrical tape and tapes his bicep back on and finishes the match. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. But you you talk about ECW's magnificent camera work. I don't remember, remember what point it is. But there's, like, an angle. There's a cameraman, like, taking pictures up in the audience. Yes. And the, the way the angle hits him at this moment, I thought it was Brian Pillman. <laughs> and, El- it, and it's obvious when you go when you see him. Let's see. I, well, I'm trying to think. Pillman was in ECW, but I think he was is still in WC, WWE at this point. I could be wrong. Could be. So we get back to Joseph's favorite thing. Some more... T- T-Bone Tazplexes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He locks in the Taz mission, puts Sabu to sleep, Taz wins. And then we get probably the best spots of the whole match, and this is when hell ultimately breaks loose. Because we get both men are exhausted. I mean, they're face down in the ring, both of them. Taz gets a mic, which he should never have the mic. Gives props to Sabu for giving him the match of his life. Taking him to his edge. Gives respect. Says anytime Sabu wants another match, he's got it. They shake hands. We get a little little buddy-buddy thing. Sabu raises his hand. The crowd, 
hates this. They boo the crap out of this. And then we get Sabu's tag team partner, RVD, shows up. Attacks Taz. And it looks like Sabu and RVD are going to go at it. And they both just turn and beat the crap out of Taz. Yeah. What did you all think of that spot? The match could have done without it. Yeah. So we get, as he put it, Sabu hits an Arabian face buster with the chair. Pretty much sits on the chair, jumps on Taz. Then they put Taz through a table in the ugliest looking air Sabu, because Sabu catches the top rope. Oh, yeah. No, his feet off the top rope, and he, his, he like his shins catch the rope. Ooh. And the best part about that is he tried it before that, and he lost his bow. Yes. <laughs> and then he just does it again and screws it up again. I mean, this was ECW. I mean, he... who. But Sabu then locks in Taz Mission, or as Joey Styles calls it, the what, Joe? The Katahanjime? Sure. I can never say it. I even went back to see how he said it. I'm convinced Joey Styles just threw some Scrabble pieces together. So then we get the annoying Bill Alfonso gets the mic, or, or gets in the ring, and it looks like he's going to fight Sabu and RVD. This is similar to, like, the Mrs. Dad getting in the ring. It's what it looked like to me. He takes off his orange shirt, takes off his Taz shirt to reveal a Sabu shirt. He is sold out to Sabu. Crowd chants, you sold out. He yells at Taz that he cost him a lot of money because Bill Alfonso bet all his money on his new client, Sabu. And the- that, that was the other thing I was going to bring up because when he's telling him that, he looks at Taz, he goes, I put all my money on you. Yeah. I and mean- I just stopped again and I was like, is it a joke? Am yeah. I missing something? I mean, it was like he sold out to Sabu and then bet all his stuff on Taz. I'm like, how did you lose money if you bet on Taz? Like, I just stopped. I was like, this must be where Sid learned his promos. Yeah, God. If you listen to him when they're walking away, you're like, I don't support Taz. He's a loser. This is a real winner. And he points at Sabu. It's like, Sabu lost. Yeah. Oh, just wait. We're going to get this next thing is the promo to me that stood out of the biggest part of the match. RVD then gets the, gets the mic for some oh, reason. Yes. Talks about how he's now a pay-per-view star and says, looks into the camera, all the other wrestling promotions, if you need to get a hold of me, contact my agent, Bill Alfonso, because I love to work Mondays. I mean, we there obviously... I mean, he was obviously trying to get East or WCW and WWE to get a hold of him. And, I mean, it obviously worked, but it wasn't at that time. No. But I thought, I'm like, you're on a pay-per-view for your, your company's first big pay-per-view, and you're going to call out the other companies? Yep. Which, and not not to mention he's looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, Vince has given money to ECW to help them get off the ground because ECW invaded Monday Night Raw well before this. So, I mean, Paul Heyman was even on an episode of Raw where they had an ECW match. Hmm. Did you all not know that? No. 
Yeah, EC, ECW invaded a Monday Night Raw because Vince McMahon wanted to help him get off the ground. So Paul Heyman and Jerry the King Lawler were on the call for an ECW match inside the Raw arena, and Sabu jumps off the giant Raw stuff in the ballroom. It's pretty cool. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I mean, it's just... But could you imagine Vince giving money to AEW to have them get off the ground? Eh, not today. No, not today. He wouldn't. He tried to buy TNA for forty thousand dollars, and they wouldn't sell. Well, of course, they're not worth forty bucks. They're not worth forty cents. No. But sorry, Matt. Yeah, sorry, Matt. Not your TNA. The <laughs> one run by I don't know Ed Nordum or whatever. Those other guys. Yeah. So. If you had to give this match a rating out of five, what would you all give it? Two and a half, maybe three. Negative two. So I was like a two between a one and a half and a two, mainly because of the stuff that happened after the match, less inside the match, because we got two varying styles in technical Taz and brawling Superfly Sabu. Those two things don't go together. No. I mean, it would be like putting, let's see, uh, Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, it'd be it'd be like putting Evan Bourne against Ryback. Yeah, or Lesnar against Ricochet, which we saw lasted thirty seconds in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, this, these styles don't make sense. I understand they were two of the biggest stars in ECW at that time, but. You can't have a year-long build-up to a crap match. Ask WCW. They tried it with Sting and Hogan when they botched the ending. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it obviously doesn't work. I mean, look at Rock and Cena. It didn't live up to the hype, and it took a year. Yeah. So, I mean, these long, slow build-ups never really pan out. Well... The first match, the first match lived up to somewhat of the hype. The second one, not so much. The the second once in a lifetime match. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Do you have any closing words for this? There nope. Was, there was a moment I forgot Taz had his Taz team out there. Yeah. And I, I completely didn't see their shirts until I saw the orange tee, and I was like, "Oh, cool! They filmed at UT." <laughs> Oh, very nice. Yeah, I was yeah, like, and then I thought about it, and I was like, well, if they ever needed a reason to sue, yeah, there much. it was. <laughs> well, I was like, Taz is supposed to be the baddest dude on the planet, and he has a team with him? I'm like, yeah. right. I'm like it doesn't make sense. Of course, now Taz, we all know, has his new suplex machine in AEW with Brian Cage. Yeah. Who is a man-child. He's a man. Oh, he's more athlete. Yeah, he's just a man child in his own right. Thank you for tuning in for our Throwback Thursday episode on when the bell tolls with Big Cuz. I hope you've enjoyed our breakdown of a very interesting match between Taz and Sabu from ECW's barely legal 1997 pay per view. Not a great technical match, but a very interesting one at that. So thank you again for tuning in, and remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over. Thank <laughs> you.